78. We're here. I'm not late. I'm right on time. Corona's got the whole world stopping on a dime. Shit, what are we gonna do? Rhyme? <laughs> I'm sipping on some tea. Ooh wee wee. This is ginger and echinacea with a bag of green. Green tea. Mint tea. For you and me. Uh, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. It's your host, your boy, your friend, your podcast uh, person in your ear right now. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. I appreciate you supporting this podcast. You can check me out on my YouTube. I think I'm going to start doing live streams of this. Um, I'm happy. You know, the numbers are steadily going up, and I'm having a blast. I appreciate everybody listening to this. Um, I am, it's late in the afternoon, so I grabbed a little bit of time. We are quarantined. I'm on lockdown. I haven't left the house in 48 hours, and I had to go to, I had to go to the store real quick and get some shit, and I had gloves on. (laughs) So, I don't know. This thing's rough, and my heart goes out to everybody. Uh, Yeah, I have no idea how this is all going to play out. But it's weird how much I've gotten into meditation and Zen philosophy. I think if this thing hit like five or seven years ago when I wasn't meditating, I I don't know, my head would be really scrambled. Um, I I read this thing today. Who was the dude that uh, made the iPhone? Um, Who was that guy? He died at 56, but when they scanned his brain, he had a 26-year-old brain because of his, they said, because of his meditation practice. Um, And man, it is being put to the test um, today, but, you know, as much, there's been crying, you know, of a family, there's been worries, there's been absolute freakouts. You know, it is what it is, man. Um, But the meditation and just understanding that good and bad come from the same place. And we are all evolving and growing on this funky rock that's full of moss and sky and light. Ooh, that tastes good. It's kind of like the evening. And uh, I've just been on duty. Um... You know, I haven't been I've haven't been hitting that cannabis too much. The house is kind of packed, um, but I do have a I don't know I have a little bit of an edible that I'll chew on right before I go to bed. That's my new thing. I've been meditating like twenty minutes and then doing ten minutes, sometimes fifteen minutes. I've been gaining some weight. I haven't been going to the gym, um, but I have been doing push-ups, so I kind of look ripped. I've been doing like a hundred push-ups. And then writing, and then I got these push-up bars. So I write, and then I do 25, and then I write again, and I do 25. Actually, I've been rehearsing a rap song. So I went into the studio and hit it up, and it sounded good, but it, I don't know if it's my perfectionism, or I try not to get too perfectionism out, but I knew it could be better, and I was just like, dude, we got to go back in. So I've been working on my rap, <laughs> my rhyme. I don't even know if it's, I mean... 
that's the other thing is categorizing things and that's that's some heavy that's some stuff in meditation that i've been working on is like once you put a a, a title onto something it takes a whole different it has an ego and it takes a whole different thing and that ego is playing with your ego a lot of it's just man letting it flow and i do find solace in that moment as much as there's so much pressure i'm not sure how this is all going to play out for me um comedy is like shut down man the comedy clubs there's none i sneaked out and did a set like but the room only had like 10 people and i had them pay me double and it, it was just like right it was last week it was right when it was talking about it and my wife was like everybody was not into it but i was like i need uh i'll just do this one but then the next day i was like oh this is ridiculous the numbers started coming in I don't know, it's, it's hit this country, kind of sideswiped it. And I don't know if that's from the leadership up top, not coming as hard as he, I mean, it's difficult. I really don't want to go political into any of this. I'm, I want you to more have an escape from all that when you listen to this podcast. Mm. So I got this echinacea and ginger. I've made it with iced tea, but I got this like metal tea bag thing that that I got that you just like take the tea. It's like a metal tea bag. And I put that in there, but it was just the ginger and echinacea. And I was like, I like that, but I need some green tea. I need a little caffeine to zip zap zub. And uh, I just had dinner. I had some good sushi some homemade sushi and some uh, now I'm having a nice green tea I'm talking to you um, and uh, yeah so I just been doing I have been doing a hundred but so I'm kind of gaining weight so I got like kind of the gut but my arms are kind of ripped so I dig that so I don't know I'm, I'm keeping it together I hope you're keeping it together uh, I've been Listening to a lot of Grateful Dead. And then I've been going deep on, oh, here's some, I'm here, I'm new here. This is Gil Scott Heron. I don't know when this was put out, man. So he was one of these original poets from the 70s, like predating hip hop. He was, you know, more of a, but they would put his stuff over music. So it doesn't have like a rap flow. But check out Gil Scott Heron. I am here now. I'm, I'm no, I'm new here. I'm new here. I'm new here. You know, it's like that's my ego thinks I remember everything and all this stuff. But sometimes I just I'm able to like strip it all away. I'm like, wow, look at it all. You know, just like I had no idea it would all lead to this and whatever this is. I do enjoy it. You know, the anxiety is rough, but I mean living, I mean life, I mean being centered. And even now, like I've been backing off the cannabis, maybe nibbling a little edible before I go to bed, just so I can sleep those first few hours, because it, it, it is really stressful for me right now. Nah, I don't, I can't say that. I can't, I can't buy into that. I don't want to put that in my head. I want to uh, put positive thoughts in my head 
And even though, you know, the walls are crashing down a little bit, but I don't know, I've weathered some storms and, and life leads you and pull, takes you this way and that way. And, and I just have a feeling, you know, that I think, you know, it may work out. It may work out. I mean, I think the storm is going to get a little bit rougher, but I don't want to talk about the storm. I want to talk about Gil Scott Heron. I'm new here, but just that feeling of being new, that feeling of being reborn into the moment. I don't know about reborn. That has this Christian thing to it. I don't want to turn anybody off. I think it's all love, you know, it's all vibrations. Um, but that, that moment that you can just center yourself and be like, wow, you know, I could feel it right now if I had to, and I'm not even high, like, but I am kind of self-conscious because I'm talking to myself in a room with just a lamp and a thing of tea and some ginger and some push-up bars and uh, a figurine of Bruce Lee and some hand sanitizer. Uh, but it's, uh, you know what I've been getting into? The, the song that's fucking, I, I may have talked it on, I went on a big wormhole of, of humble pie. Now, Humble Pie was around the same time as Led Zeppelin. And Humble Pie, the, Robert Plant kind of, not stole, but definitely influenced or was influenced by this lead singer of Humble Pie. And he had, he's an English cat, white cat, but he has this really soulful fucking jam of a voice. Um, Black Coffee. Check out... Black Coffee, The Whistle Test. Now, man, one of the riffs in this fucking song is insane. And it's and I listened to the regular version, and it wasn't as good. It's on. I posted it on my Twitter. Shout out to Tom Cassidy, who just released an album. He's a good cat, young cat. He did this whole video like it was a rap video that I just posted. But I think I might start getting it. Like, uh, now I'm starting to, like, everything's from home. We're on lockdown. I'm going to be ready for some live streaming, baby. I'm going to live stream on that YouTube. I can't do it now. This is the first time I'm kind of doing this right now um, from inside. And I don't know how long this is going to go. Things are beeping. I wonder if you guys are hearing that. Um, but uh, I've been really into this humble pie Black Coffee, 1973, and it's from The Whistle Test, and it's in a studio, but they're playing it live. Participants on the show are about this particular session. The Blackberries were in Black Coffee. And he, he has these African-American soul American singers. Oh, man. There's... That's what, this is where it is. Ah, ah, that's the moment, man. I don't know. There's this fucking moment in music for some certain songs. And that whale, man, that whale is so Robert Plant, this humble pie cat. And then I went deep. He had another band called The Small Faces that you should check out. And they, they had this like psychedelic pop shit. That's fucking dope. And I didn't even know about it. That's what's fascinating. I mean, I heard about it. I'm not really a classic rock. I'm not anything, man. I just wander. And then I pick up shit that I'm vibrating towards. But 
Humble Pie, man. This cat, especially, man, just look up Humble Pie Black Coffee 1973. Put that in YouTube and go to minute 31. No. Oh, man. Right here. Oh, freshly ground and fully packed. Oh, watch this. That's where it's at. This song is where it's at. Check this shit out. Wow. That's how you fucking do it, man. There's certain times in songs that I'm like, whoa. Like, I just zero in on it. And, uh, and you know, I think some of it's like the drop is what they call it in, like, the drop in, what is that? Like, not techno, but it, it's, what's that other one that's like, not tech, it's electronic music, EDM, like, and it's just a pause. It's literally a pause. And there's something cool about the timing when you can come back in. And who executed one of the dopest pauses of all time is Fugazi. Um, uh, Fugazi, what's that song? Uh, Waiting Room, of course. Waiting Room, 19, check out Waiting Room Fugazi, just that bass rip, but they like, they, they start ripping this tune and then they just, the whole band at a moment just stops, right? And then there's like a pregnated pause and then it just comes back in. And uh, I always, I love that moment. I've been getting back into the Beasties again. I mean, uh, the Beastie Boys, of course, the cause of anxiety and suffering. I've been just watching yoga videos and Dharma shit, man. And some podcasts, you mean, you gotta, you gotta give it up to Joe Rogan. And uh, Bert Kreischer as well as killing. I used to tour with Bert, which is crazy. But he's doing good things and he's worked really fucking hard. And he's a good cat. But the Beasties, so what you want. That, of course, that's a good video. But I, you know, I've almost like stepped away from watching Beastie Boy stuff because I ingested, I mean, I just like ate that shit. Not all of it. Like even in the beginning, I wasn't really into Fight for Your Right to Party. And that's my age. I mean, that literally came out when I was... 72 that came out in uh, 84. I was like 13, 14. Like literally that was like the moment. And they were like, they were like 18 year olds. Um, and, but even back then I was like, I don't think Fight for Your Way is kind of whack. I was into hip hop. I was into Houdini. I was into, you know, early Run DMC, all that shit, man. And uh, I remember when that album came out, but my favorite Beastie Boys song is Slow and Low. And that's fucking, that's, no, but this So What You Want video is amazing. And then their, uh, but they have a, their new album, The Hot Sauce, I don't that, that latest, that, that the last album they put out, there's a couple moments where they're rhyming and then they do that like kind of, Oh, let the beat drop? I guess that was from the first album. I was just trying to talk about that pause. That moment of like, okay, rock, 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 and then pause, and then come back in. Uh, 
with art and in music and in life, you know, there's something, there's kind of a cool build up there. Let's see. I'm double fisting this mug. I got a big ass mug. This mug has some artwork that's kind of off the uh, Five Burrows album from the Beasties, but it's not the Beasties. But it kind of, I've seen people do this type of pencil sketch, and that it kind of has all of Brooklyn on this big fat mug of green and echinacea tea that I'm, I'm sipping on for you guys. And it's, it's, it's an amazing cup of tea. I, I gotta say that. But yeah, I've been just been dealing with life, trying to figure out my next move. I want to start live cast, live, uh, what is it? Live streaming. Everybody's live streaming, man. Live streaming on YouTube. I want to start live streaming the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Um, and get it just out there, man. Because um, I see more and more people doing it. I mean, everything's just changing so fast. In terms of technology, in terms of entertainment, in terms of politics, in terms of even spirituality. and I don't know, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's because I'm getting older. Life is happening faster and faster. Um, because it definitely does feel that. I got to do my taxes, and I did that. And so I'm kind of feeling good with that. I got, But I got to finish up on that. Like I said, I've been uh, definitely listening to a lot of Dinosaur Jr. Not a lot, but there's like two or three songs that I'm like... Oh shit. There's the three six mafia popping up on my feed. <laughs> they got one or two good, really good songs. Um Man, there's Mac Miller, the dude. I remember I mean time is just flowing by, man, but I remember just it just felt like last year, but the dude is already dead, man. That's so sad. But I remember walking by a huge venue in New York and I was like who the fuck is Mac Miller? And there was a line that went around the block. This is before he like super, it was all like young girls and shit. Um, I felt kind of creepy walking by. I kept it moving. But then the dude blew up and then you kind of look at him and you're like, oh, this guy can actually really flow. Like, you know, think about Mac Miller. Um, even Jay-Z gave him major props. Like when uh, Jay-Z went on a thread on on Twitter a couple years ago where he was just naming all of these like um, rappers and shit that um, that he was into and he gives a shout out to Mac Miller. Uh, I think the only white rapper, not that that matters, but it, um, you know, he was just kind of young millennial type shit, but then you listen to him and you're like, oh man, he is fucking really good. Oh yeah, been fucking with Ram Dass a little bit. He just passed. And he was all about, like, put it, whatever you put into your brain is going to come up. I don't know. Maybe a lot of people put in this funky-ass flu. But, uh, no, I, but I just think it's just evolution and people and stuff happening. Um, he talks about the Ram Dass, talks about the miracle of consciousness, that we're conscious. Like, even the moment, um, you know, you can just choose or choose to just be in awe that's what i've been kind of that's what's kind of weird about 
doing um, podcasts is that the more and more I'm getting more and more into consciousness and spirituality and stuff like that is like the less and less I want to talk. But podcast is all about, to, and I do love talking and I do love hearing my voice. I just think there's just a certain time to do it, certain time to rock it and then put it away. But I also just wanted to make sure, yeah, this, oh man, if you want to hear a really cool, I know, I hope I don't get shut down for this shit, but I, I know I'm just like, Ichiku Park by the Small Faces. Like, it'll, it, it kind of looks like an old Spinal Tap type video, but, oh man, yeah. This, he had a tragic life though, this guy, this singer of the small faces, and then he smelled, he, he sang for Humble Pie. Um, um, but Ichiku Park, check out Ichiku Park. Man, there's like a, such a, it's more about the, he has these cool breakdowns. He's a singer songwriter. And you know, George Harrison, all those guys know him and all, he's in the scene, but he just never blew up. Um, Ichiku Park, Ichi, it's uh, yeah, it's a psychedelic rock song um, by Steve Merritt and Ronnie Lane. Um, small faces, yeah, I think. Okay, inspiration. Um, but it is pretty sick. But I guess somebody redid it. Huh, I'll check the M People, the dance version. It peaked at number 11. That might be dope to check out. Because it's like this psychedelic weird pop song. Um, and it's just him about going to the park. And just like getting high with his friends in the park. And... Uh, he talks about how all how life is so beautiful, the existence, how everything's almost too beautiful. You know, that's why it's like we get so caught up in the rat race and shit. It's like, man, existence is amazing. Just the colors and the sounds and this tea and my this tea's like warming my hand right now, and it feels good. And I'm just sitting in this chair and I'm creating some art. Um, it's almost all too much, man. It's all too beautiful. I was going to get, let's, let's get on the lyrics, because there is some cool lyrics on this joint. Ichiku Park lyrics. Um, okay, yeah. Under the dreaming spires to Ichiku Park. That's where I've been. What did you do there? I got high. What did you feel there? Well, I cried. And why the tears there? I'll tell you why. It's all too beautiful. It's all too beautiful. It's all too beautiful. And it's like that. <laughs> That's that. And then uh, I feel inclined. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to go on and on about this Ichiku Park by the small faces. But I definitely get into lyrics. I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe I like art, words, all of it. What will you do? They will get high. What will you talk 
touch there will touch the sky. Why were the tears there? Well, I cried. But why? It's all too beautiful. But then, you know, this cat, this is a young dude, you know, that's when you get overwhelmed by the all of it, you know. But then there is the non-attachment to all of it. That is just something that's playing. That's this, you know, that Buddhist philosophy of your ego is the only thing that's suffering and your spirit is just moving its way upward or to, you know, the next dimension. And, you know, you have to, you get molded by experience in this life in order to whatever you, I don't know, it, it gets heavy, it gets deep or not at all. I think the only thing is about talking about it, <laughs> that's when you miss it. The same thing with comedy, when you talk about it, that's when you usually miss it. Um, but uh, yeah, I've just been <laughs> doing push-ups and uh, drinking my shakes. Uh, trying to stay on point, getting some writing done, practicing some raps, um, trying to keep positive thoughts in the brain, rocking out to some Ram Dass, rocking out to some uh, um, Humble Pie, and then uh, my man Jack Harrow, <laughs> Harlow, that's, that's that new rapper, What's Poppin'? That's a great... Yeah, that that flow is really sick. Um, check it out. Check out. Uh, I de I definitely will recommend my YouTube page. Check out Rob Cantrell YouTube, and I do visuals for this. But I, I really want to take it a little bit even more trippier and more out there, and and uh, you know, just I'm trying to do something different than just putting like. Oh, here's just me talking into a microphone, which is cool for a lot of them. But uh, just to change it up. And then I don't have to shave or worry about <laughs> all, all the funk that is growing on my face. Or if there's a big fat booger hanging out and I can rock the same sweatpants, um, which I do a lot. But I also clean it up some. I've been... Um, you know, I make sure... I like shaving. I've been shaving... A lot. <laughs> I mean, I like beards are cool, and I totally get why people rock out beards because it is a lot more natural, and it does cover up the turkey neck as you get older. But they get itchy, and mine just gets really greasy. <laughs> I just it looks it just looks pretty gnarly. I mean, I've had it before. Maybe I'll rock out a beard. I don't know. During this, my fro is going nuts. I was about to get a haircut, but then this thing happened. I can't be rolling up into, uh, I can't be rolling up into any, uh, any, I don't want to go to the barber. I really just, I'm trying to lock it down 100%. Um, to cut this fucking thing down. Wow. The ginger's hitting me, man. Ginger is a wild fucking... What is fucking ginger? It's just like crazy root. And then you chop it and it just has that kick. I chopped up some ginger. And uh, it just has a certain kick to it. But it's good for your stomach. This is actually like settling kind of a lot of the nerves. It's, it's, it's better. It's definitely better to hit some ginger and echinacea tea. What is this shit, man? <laughs> 
Yeah, my, my cousin got this for me for Christmas. He got me this jar. But it's from New Platts, New York. Ginger Boost. Ginger Echinacea. Give him a shout out. Tween Fountain. BigCartel.com. But this, uh, it looks, this jar looks like herb. But it's not herb. It's just echinacea and ginger. And then I put some green tea in there. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to hit it. I mean, I'm going to nibble on a, um, a little bit of a uh, edible before I go to bed. That's what I've been doing. I've been kind of needing to keep, you know, it's just so many fucking balls up in the air right now. In terms of schools and closed, everything's just fucking closed. Soon food's going to be fucking, you got to keep that on lockdown and making meals and getting along with everything. So I've just been meditating and just like living in the mud. But I've slipped up. I've, I've said stuff. Uh, not said stuff. It's just like being mindful. Being being quiet a lot <laughs> helps. Uh, talking when you don't, you know, a lot of times I don't need to talk that much. Except when I'm doing a podcast for you guys. Um, mm. This is some good ginger green fucking funk tea. I'm getting down to the bottom of it now. It's just like full on spice of rice. But I kind of want to take this big metal. I got this big clunky metal tea bag out of it. I'm going to take that out of it. Um, just so I have all the juice. It's just all juice here. All tea juice. And I'm going to sip on this. This is... The ginger is so strong that I just sniffed it up my nose while I was taking a sip. And it just like went caca. It's opening up everything. Oh, I've been... I think I've talked about it before, but the band. There's a, do- there's a lot of documentary. The band, that's the band that backed Bob Dylan, but, um, man, they are great. If you want to go into a whole, um, thing, check out the band, Bob Dylan's, just, just put in the band. Of course, they have the song, The Weight, and then they have, um, a couple other tunes. My, my favorite song is called Don't Do It. The band was so heavy that when they when they did their final show, I guess they toured and they had some turmoil and drugs were kind of taking in. It was, you know, they came, they kind of popped in the 60s, but kind of became super successful in the early 70s, which had to be really dangerous because the aspect of hard drugs were coming on the scene. And that's what this dude from Humble Pie, I think, and then there was another, like, I've been, well, I watched a couple bad videos about people that took bad acid and had really bad acid trips and had to go, there's a couple people in the 70s, you know, messing with consciousness, that's what a lot of, like, psychedelics is about, but there is a, I don't think it's, anytime you're messing with the mental, you got to worry a little bit, so meditating and stuff definitely helps you out. If you're going to open up those doors of consciousness that I think at times is good, but I do think I have had bad trips before. I remember in college, I took some mushrooms with these people I didn't know. And all of a sudden, I was just stuck with these people. And then I realized I just didn't like them. 
But I should have liked him. But and then I, I got mad at myself. I just wasn't vibing with them. It was a weird. The vibe was just odd, and I couldn't, I couldn't get on their vibe, and I didn't know them that well, and it was just like not. A, and that's when I shied away from that shit for a while. Um, but then I came back around when I traveled throughout Thailand in my twenties. Uh, I went to this full moon party on Kosamoy or is it Kosamoy? It's down in the southern parts of Thailand, and they would have a full moon party. And there was literally a bar at the end. Like, you go up to this little restaurant that made smoothies. They made smoothies. They would make them with blueberries. It would be blueberries, but they would put mushrooms in it. And it was just like this fresh, psychedelic mushrooms. And then you would just sip on these mushrooms. You would sip on a mushroom shake. And that was... I definitely tripped out that time. And then... Yeah, in my early, like I've said on this before, the first time I ever took ecstasy was at a Jamiroquai concert, <laughs> which is kind of fun. Now, Jamiroquai actually has some good music. If you want to, you know, get lost into some funky, positive vibes, uh, soul, funk. But, you know, it can be kind of cheesy, but if you just, you know, non-judgment. Um, everybody's, like, everybody's going to... Like, everybody has an opinion about everything, and nobody is going to be perfect. And that's beautiful, because everybody's coming from a different spot, but we're all the same. And that's what I think about this whole corona thing, is like, I do think in some ways we'll probably see the worst of humanity, and then we'll see some of the best of humanity. I saw somebody... Judd Judd Apatow was tweeted or did something. I like Judd Apatow. I've met him a couple times. I haven't worked with him. But it was just like quick passing. And uh, I will say as a director, like I think he always gets like either a triple or, you know, he, he never strikes out. Whatever he's directing or whatever he's producing, it's never like a... And some of this shit, doing art, like, you could have your favorites or whatever, but nobody with art and fucking putting shit together and being creative and collaborating, you don't know until the paint dries, you know? So when I see somebody being super consistent, maybe not everything is a full-flesh super banger, but if you're getting on base, if you're making it, you know, getting laughs and making it, you know, because some things are just what the fuck is that, you know, that, that was a complete waste of time, I, especially with filmmaking, it's really, you know, eccentric, not eccentric, it's just a lot of moving parts, man, a lot of moving parts, so if somebody, I don't care what it is, if it's entertaining and grabs me and moves me, you know, I appreciate it, and that's what I say about Judd Apatow, it's like, he's made some banging comedies, he's been, produced a lot of banging, but everything he's done, like, it kind of works, you know, it rarely doesn't work, you know, so he kind of always gets on base, you, but you never know about lightning in the bottle, I think he had a couple, I don't, um, lightning in the bottle films, but projects, but, you know, but during his whole career, like, it's been consistent, he always gets on base, which is like, and I know a lot of comedians like that, that aren't like your superstar, but they always... They always got, you know, quality. Because it's hard. It's hard. 
to keep it moving, keep it flowing. Um, man, yeah, what have I, I've been drinking my banana peanut butter milkshakes. What have I been eating? What have I been getting into? I don't know. Yeah, this whole, I've been <laughs> definitely eyeing up. I haven't eaten any meat, I don't think, today. Have I? Maybe I had some chicken. There was a rotisserie chicken. In the, I don't fuck with rotisserie, but there was one in the fridge, and I picked at it. Even I ate the chicken skin, which is even nastier. <laughs> I don't know if that's even nasty, but you know what I mean. Like, we're all debating this stuff. But sometimes you just need a big-ass steak. Um, or sometimes you don't. Uh. Oh, man, that ginger is fucking fire now. Now I'm at the last part of it, and this shit is fucking... Pretty much all ginger, green tea, echinacea, just every sip, like my chest opens up. And uh, I dig it. I dig it. I did go through a whole French press of coffee during the day. I got some stashes of coffee, but it's, uh, I went to the thing, man, the grocery store, all the coffee was fucking done. I had to grab some Folgers, everybody. I'm rocking. You know times are tough when Rob Cantrell is rocking some Folgers. I'm sorry to talk in the third person. Um, Rob Cantrell <laughs> hates that. No. Uh, but yeah, I got some Folgers. But what I'm going to do with that. See, the thing is, you get the Folgers, but you get the fresh one, and then you make iced coffee out of it. Because it's already ground, and it's cheap. It's just those big plastic tubs. But those things are good to make iced coffee with. You can really just like pop, pop, pop. It's easy. Uh, making regular coffee with it is good, but it's just you can tell it's mediocre. But if you like do it overnight, the thing about iced coffee, you're pretty much seeping it into the water for over, you know, seven, eight hours. And, you know, in the thing about Folgers and it's all ground, you know, that stuff is just, it pretty much becomes the water. If anything, I have to watch out because it, because it gets a little too strong. If I make it, like, because I put a bunch of scoops in there, just, like, pack it full of that Folger shit, just pack it down there, and then uh, I put some, I put do the pour over water, and then I put it in the fridge overnight, and then kablammo, I'm going to have super juice for tomorrow morning, so that's the plan. Um, I went through a bunch of coffee beans, um, all my good shit, I, you know, as uh, you've heard all these podcasts, I've had bags and bags of the, some of the best coffee in the world, but sometimes you got to switch it up. Sometimes you got to go back to the Folgers. Right now I'm having a green tea with some crazy echinacea. I'm not really hitting the herb. I like uh, I haven't hit it today. I had to, I have still have some CBD flower, which is completely legal, but it's just tight right now. Everybody's going to bed. Everybody's uh, you know, getting their shit together, and you know. So I just wanted to do a really quick podcast and just say I love you. Please like and subscribe. Um, thank you for the support. The numbers are going up. People, you can contact me. Reach out. I like fan mail. Just be cool. Don't just be nice. Don't be a weirdo. Don't be a dick. Contact at robcantrell.com. Give me a shout. Shout. Let me know. Beatles. I've been listening to a lot of Beatles. I've been listening to a lot of Offspring. <laughs> Not a lot of Offsprings. I just like that song, The Kids Aren't All Right. I think that's a fucking rad tune. Um, Humble Pie, Black Coffee, 1973. Check that shit out, man. 
That is no, I mean, just for this episode, man, um, I might call this episode Humble Pie. It's so badass. The band, if you want to check out that Martin Scorsese flick, that's the one of the best documentaries of a, well, it's just a concert film. It's a sick concert film, though. It's shot on real film. It's done up. It's a major studio, and it's Martin Scorsese, but it's like the band, they're not the Grateful Dead. Like They weren't as hippy-dippy psychedelic. That's why everybody thought they were cool, is that I, I think in that era, everybody was like, peace, love. And they were literally, literally, literally like a road dog bar band, but the drummer sang, the bassist sang, the guitar, they all sang, and they were innovative. But they also had their road legs, like they did their time on the road for a long time. And then they got hooked up with Bob Dylan and toured with him. And then they got successful kind of in that, like, uh, I was saying, like the Beatles were envious of their sound. You should check it out. The People call them like the American Beatles. But the, the drummer, drummer for the band, what's that cat's name, man? He has such a good Southern swang to him and he he just has a great funk i'm just gonna google the drummer leon helms levon helms what a great name levon helms oh yeah and he used to have this barn yeah it's in woodstock and Levon Helms Studio. They have shows. You can go check them out. Yo, wonder if they're getting shut down by the corona. Levon Helms. There's his there's his place. Shows. Established 1975. Yeah, getting famous in the early 70s in music. That that's tricky, yo. Um sounds like Okay, they got, okay, okay, they got some Kurt Vile. he's kind of big, this looks like a dope, I've been up to Woodstock a couple of times, but I know it's fucking pretty sick, they have a band, yeah, this, the Ramble, like, they used to have these gigs up there, and I've heard of people going up there, and you can check it out, Levon Helm's 80th birthday celebration. Part of the Mountain Jam Festival. All right. The Mountain Goats solo. I've heard of those dudes. Let's see if they have any comedy acts. Camp Cripple Creek. Oh, wow. That's kind of cool. Yeah, bands have, like, camps these days. Um, That you can go and just, like... Oh, they're on Spotify? I might have to follow... Levon Helms, Studios, The Barn, Woodstock, New York. All right, man. Dope. I'm going to follow him on Instagram. Fuck it, man. Let's see what this cat's all about. I'm trying to do a comedy show up there. <laughs> that would be dope. That's kind of the thing. I want to do some more alternative venues. If you got a venue in your town, man, hit me up. Contact at Rob Cantrell. Let's get the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Let's do some shows. Do some stand-up. Um, I got a couple friends that are in bands. I can get some bands together. Uh, no, I, but I always... 
we're going to put together, I put together one tour for my last album. Check out my album. It was recorded at Pete's Candy Store, which I will say is like one of the best places to go hang in Brooklyn, New York. If you're in Brooklyn, um, support all these venues. All these venues, it's just a really hard time right now, man. Um, the last few days, so everybody's having like these GoFundMe, like the venues, the performance scene. Um, is really fucking hurting. So, I don't know. I just wanted to jump on here and just express my life and views and just, you know, let it all be and get it all out there and drink some tea. I got to get back to life, but uh, this is it, man. Check out Humble Pie, Black Coffee, 1973. Check out The Last Waltz by the band. Um, Jack Harlow, good young rapper. Uh, decent flow. Um, if you're into, um, if you're into Steely Dan, check out Lord Tariq and Peter Gunn's Deja Vu. Now that's a fucking 90s, they pumped that on fucking DC radio non-stop when I was fucking young. I know that song back and forth. That was a banger. Um, 20 years ago, or whatever it is, I don't know, time, whatever. Alright, I love you guys. Peace, love, be nice. Help each other out. Uno, and thanks for dos, listening. Tres, cuatro, 